Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 52, about foodie towns in Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by Amazing Co. Amazing Co. brings people together with incredible experiences from mystery date picket picnics, family mystery picnics, mystery food walks, and so much more. I mean, we're talking about food this week, right? Yes, so we are. <laughs> let's eat, drink, and explore your way through a city while solving clues to get to each destination. Each experience is unique and will give you an afternoon adventure full of memories. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash amazing. All right, we're going to talk about foodie towns, but you had something in here for our Florida tip of the week. Okay, so we've talked about everything from theme parks to city travels to stuff that revolves around putting your car somewhere and walking somewhere. <laughs> including, somewhere. Yeah, including this, you know, amazing co thing. You put your car somewhere and then you're walking through this town, right? This okay. city or this town. Have you ever forgotten where you parked your car? No, never. No, not you. <laughs> Push, pushing the button on your uh, car alarm to try to get the beeper uh-huh, to go yeah, off. Yeah, all the time. Beep, 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 beep. Remember where you parked your car. They have apps for that now. Oh, they, I mean, it depends on what it is that I'm doing. Sometimes I just take a picture. Or take a picture. Yeah, but, but remember where you parked your car in some way, shape, or form. Even it's to write down the street that you're on. Or you can use one of the apps. There's Spot Hero, Park me parking mate parking panda park whiz can't believe how many apps okay like that's not even that is not even all of them but if you go on the app store and type in park you're guaranteed to find like a hundred oh my goodness do you know this from experience not at all no of course not what else do we need well seeing as you might be walking around town you should definitely not forget your sunscreen right don't leave it in your car bring it with you don't don't there's no app for that oh, perfect <laughs> all right christina you pulled this episode together we're talking about foodie towns tell me what you mean by a foodie town all right so personally what this means is the cities throughout a state that are known for their food okay are you a foodie i mean who isn't i i'm a foodie about certain things more than others like if you talk about sushi i'm a foodie you talk about uh desserts i'm not a foodie okay because you don't do desserts not really okay well i am but we do do beer Yes, we do beer. And I found, um, I, I just put this as one of our number one places. Let's start the episode off, right, with some drinking, because we like to talk about that. So You there- are very experienced at this first one here. <laughs> Ale Trails. Ale Trails. So I was researching Jacksonville, and they have a new Jacksonville, Jacksonville Ale Trail. I went to West Volusia. So Visit West Volusia has a... Um, well, they call it a cra- a cool craft trail. So they include other craft beverages in there and even, you know, craft coffee. Because if it's morning, we drink coffee. If it's the evening, we're drinking beer. But there's a fine line between Saturday night and Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to go. There's a fine line between Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon. <laughs> but It's a uh, song. St. Pete has, I think, you know, an extensive amount of breweries that you could make up your own ale trail. They're pretty much the capital of of ale. So you've got the St. Pete and Tampa area. 
So, you know, foodie doesn't necessarily have to be just food. We can talk ale trails, too. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, you can be a foodie about dessert or a foodie about dinner or a foodie about breakfast. There's people who are breakfast foodies. Like, they are connoisseurs of breakfast, right? Let's talk breakfast. Okay, so Mount Dora, which we've talked about numerous times on this this podcast. It's a fan favorite. It is a fan favorite. (laughs) I mean, if you... Even if the fans are just you and me. (laughs) If you have listened to any... Any of our episodes and you've heard about Mount Dora and haven't gone yet, we are failing miserably. So Mount Dora has several, um, more than several amazing restaurants. I've picked a couple and you might know some others, but I, there's a place there called the Goblin Market. That place is so cute. Yeah, it is. It's, it's basically, um, it's got these three little dining rooms that are made up of books I mean, how could you go wrong? It doesn't get much better than that. They have lunch and dinner there. Um, It's a quaint, quiet, dark, sweet little place. It is. It's sort of, you know, when you say dark, it reminds me more of like, what you might find in a really fancy speakeasy. Right, right. So now when you look at the outside of the building, I think of fantastical, like fantasy style, a hobbit hole looking. Like look at outside picture just looks all, you know, fantastical. <laughs> it's a word. And sure. sure it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been around for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is and and the books, I mean, like you have books there, I'm going to go. You, um, so the other place you have on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to go back. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Magical Meat Boutique. This is so funny. This kitschy little British Irish pub, not Irish, British inspired pub. I mean, you it's can... a comfort food place and they have pints. It's pretty casual. It's just super cute. Oh, we're, we are ready to eat and we are ready to drink. Yeah. I mean, well, that's just normal. It's Monday. Tuesday. What is today? I don't even know. Well, Wednesday. our episodes drop on Tuesdays, so we'll just call it Tuesday. Okay. It's Tuesday. It's, <laughs> it's any day. It ends in day. Okay. Magical Meat Boutique. Nothing special about the outside. It's just a cute little place. And it's, of course, a, a pub. I mean, I love the name. Besides yeah, Magical, Magical Meat, Meat Boutique. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Windsor Tea Room. I don't know why I ended up with these three places and two of them were British, but this is an old English tea room. That place is really beautiful and fancy. Yeah, it was it was born in 1991, so it's not not like a brand new place, you know. It's right. it's been around for a little while. Small quaint hideaway, delightful garden. Have you ever looked in there cuz the garden is so cute? I have not. No, I thought this would be a really nice place to go have an afternoon with my daughter. Yeah, you can do pastries, scones, all the flavors of tea that you can imagine that the British tea room would have. I really like what you wrote though, too. It's a garden filled with the aroma of hot fresh pastries right i, I mean i'm ready let's go and we're and done with the episode right we we're can leave go, right now yeah, we can go and it's okay. and it's a chilly rainy day so it sounds <laughs> perfect to go sit in a tea room now they their courtyard is very cute i've seen it and i've not gone in to like actually eat there but i've been in the courtyard nice okay Apalachicola, which i just love to say in northwest <laughs> florida you have mentioned this city before. I have. and I <laughs> You fell to, upon it. I, I did. And I love that you found a tap room at the Owl Cafe. Yes. Tell me about the Owl. I mean, what a great, also what a great name. Um, this is an old building. Like it looks, it looks like it came out of the old west. 
Um, it's in the heart yeah. of downtown Apalachicola. It has um, a tap room and a cafe. So there, there's two places that you can you can go to there. But it offers a River City dining experience. Um, there's great food to be had. And, of course, the tap room experience, which um, down, it's downstairs from the cafe. So they're separate. Okay. I just, I, I giggled out loud a moment ago because I clicked on the link that you put in on their website. It says some folks are wise and some otherwise. <laughs> Be wise. Be wise. <laughs> yeah. How cute is that? So they, um, they have the, the tap room that's downstairs. Um, they have, it's from Oyster City Brewing Company. Okay. Which is right across the street. Nice. Oh, they're known for their oysters. Isn't there an oyster festival up in Apalachicola? Yeah, actually, I believe that there is. Yep. Nice. So we're going to go get some oysters and, and some then, beer. And some beer. And then for dessert. Oh, I'm I'm a... I'm an oyster snob. I love oysters. I know you do. Uh, so for dessert, we're going to go to the Apalachicola Chocolate and Coffee Company. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a huge like dessert person, but if you catch me in the right moment, I can be <laughs> a dessert person. Okay. And if it involves coffee, yeah. we're good. They have a... They're, they're the home for handmade in-store goods for chocolate, gelato, and coffee. Not Yum. Yum. Yeah. Yeah, and they have pastries, lunch, pies, cookies. It's not like a just desserts place. There's other stuff to eat, too. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, Winter Garden is another one that we would consider a foodie hey, wait, town. Hey, we skipped oh. one. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You Back. mentioned the, Apalachicola. Well, you mentioned the oysters, and there's it's called Up the Creek Raw Bar. Oh, perfect. It's right on the water there, which, by the way, Apalachicola is near the water, so. Yes, I mean, if we're if in Florida, we're, a lot of us are near the water. <laughs> well, you know, this is just northwest Florida, so it's over on that side, and the, and it is beautiful there. So that restaurant sits right there on the water. It's very pretty. It's got nice outdoor dining, wide open windows to sit if you're in the restaurant to see over the water. It's very pretty. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. Let's go. All right. Okay. But before we do, let's go to Winter Garden. Okay. Winter Garden is probably one of the most up-and-coming areas I shouldn't even say up and coming. It's already up and came. <laughs> well, it didn't go, but it's still there. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it is a idyllic old, um, small town, Florida. It is. It is definitely one of our favorite small towns. I like that when I go through winter garden and I'm downtown, there's no chain restaurants, right? You are talking. This is a little foodie town because there are all kinds of cafes um, so the, I was reading a blog there and they were pointing out on this particular place that, they, I mean, they're just loaded. You can't pick out a, a two or three restaurants that are, you have to go there and just experience as much as you can. Um, they have everything there from coffee to dessert to dinners to oh, cafes. Known to, for their, yeah. their coffee there and Axum Coffee. We've gone to, I went to, there's a Thai restaurant right inside of the Edgewater Hotel. Yes. There that is really, really good and cute uh you've got plant street market plant street market's fantastic because everyone if in your party can go to this place and find something to eat they have hamburgers they have beer they have multiple places to eat and drink all in one sort of warehouse building and and there's also things to shop for too so yes and we went to what was the name of the place we went to for your birthday Oh, Urban Flats. Urban Flats was really good. Mm -hmm. Very nice. A little bit more upscale. I also enjoy the whole enchilada. They have a rooftop bar and you can order food up there as well. Those are some of our favorite places. They just got Foxtail Coffee. 
They did. Foxtail is really making uh, a, a run for Florida. They're all over now. Yeah. Oh. So you want to talk about, I mean, they have, they have a, um, a vinegar shop there where you can get different vinegars and, oh, and taste test vinegars there. Before. Yeah, we have. So they, they've got it all over there and, and, and more, they've got it all and more. If you can imagine it, they've got it. And in that perfect idyllic little small town right. look and, and feel walk downtown and enjoy winter garden. They also have a farmer's market full of all those places, putting their food out for you to come by and taste and sample and breads and, and all kinds of goods. Yum. Yep. I'm really, really hungry. I Why know. Did we do I this don't. Episode? I was thinking it as I was writing out the episode. I'm like, this is going to be so bad to talk about all this food and it's morning, but it's after breakfast and before lunch, and we always leave here hungry. We do. <laughs> We're moving south. Yay, Miami. So Miami is basically every time I think of Miami, I think of food and beaches and Cuban food specifically. Oh, yeah. They're very well known for their Cuban food, but I purposefully did not put that in here. I, yeah, I have, hopefully we can bring back one of our guests and talk about the Cuban food tour that she did. Ah, uh. yeah. Let's talk about food tours for a moment though, too. We talked about Amazing Co at the top of the episode, but there are a lot of places where you could do a walking food tour and you can find them on uh, Viator. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Viator before. You can find them where, yeah, you go through and you pay a price and you walk to all of these different places and have a little bit of food. I did this in Sarasota too. That's fantastic. I mean, food tours, if you're, uh, I might be a foodie. I, I have a hard time eating a lot of food, but those food tours, I like, um, I did one of these over in Kissimmee and all the restaurants come out and put a little bit of, if you can just taste a little bit of everybody's food. Yeah, it's great. You get a little sample, you move on to the next place. You get a little sample, you move on to the next place. It's like eating around the world at Epcot. So this first place that I've listed here in Miami is called Miss Cheesius. <laughs> I love it already. Miss Cheesius. Get it? It's yes. a play on words. <laughs> yes, For those of you who don't get it, mischievous. There you go. <laughs> okay. It's in Miami. Mischievous is a brick and mortar location, but they also have food trucks and they are craft award winning grilled cheese. Oh my gosh. This brisket looking <laughs> grilled, it's cheese grilled cheese with brisket, mess right? of food breaking the cheese mold oh yeah there is no mold in this because it looks like that really good messy eating that you know you're you've got grease dripping down your chin but oh it's so good yeah it's so good and and food trucks too so um i'm i'm gonna guess that all those big events that go on in miami <sighs> miss cheesiest is yes. likely there so um, also a, a, a non-Cuban food thing in Miami. I love it. So, um, so Tanya. Yes, you see, You see letter B there? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I actually contemplated taking this one off, but then I thought it would be better to ask you. What okay. do you think that says, Tanya? Well, I think we're just going to say that it says puck yeah. Puck yeah. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> this word, P-H-U-C. Yep. It actually has a meaning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Undoubtedly tongue-in-cheek, the word fuk actually means blessings and prosperity. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. I was like, how creative. Right. This is definitely <laughs> one you need to go to the show notes for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, they're in downtown Miami. It's it was Miami's first pop up concept. Okay. Yeah. I love their description. Half Cajun, half Vietnamese. Yep. I mean, talk about fusion. Yeah. Cajun oh, and my- so it's like mm-hmm, hot and spicy Vietnamese. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I've seen some of these fusion types of places before where you combine two unlikely uh, cuisines, but yet you get either all of the flavors of one ethnicity and all of the textures of another one. And it just blends so well. It's amazing. Yeah. It says, leave your expectations at the door. No faux, no noodles, a hundred percent conceptual. Yeah. So you have, you can't walk in and expect to be getting a bowl of noodles like you would get at, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, it's not your, your normal place. So fusion is definitely the definition here with yeah yeah let's watch that explicit rating there I, Christina. I, I, <laughs> I, I was trying very hard to be I gave a definition okay I appreciate it yeah you're, you're welcome um so I found this next place and I thought oh that's really cool pizza I hate pizza really to be honest I'm not a pizza fan but I will not eat Italian. I know I know make fun of me go ahead it's it, all it's all good um crust pizza um which was the only Miami pizza spot to make it on the Daily Meal's best pizzas in America list. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure that making it on some of these food lists is is kind of challenging, but they have some neat um, some neat ideas with their pizza. So if you go on to their menus, uh, let's see. Oh, and they oh they also have wine and beer there too. Of course. I, just, I mean, yeah. it's pizza place. <laughs> um, okay. So their dinner menu has, it's got some, they've got eggplant um, and grilled zucchini parm. They've got um, calamari. They've got the regular Italian style things, but um, their pizzas have some neat little, uh, oh, by the way, they have the Brussels sprouts. I wonder if it's the same Brussels sprouts we have. Ooh. Yeah. Um, crust pizza is... Um, a very popular pizza with award-winning um, pizzas. I mean, for lack of a better word, <laughs> crusts. Crusts that are, um, they, they, they have a, they call it a structure. Okay. Yeah. Um, 2,600 feet of standalone art deco building, which is attached to the, you know, it's part of what they. So like we're talking South Beach area. Right. Yeah. Well, nice. yeah. So it's a unique little place. The pizza toppings utilize the freshest ingredients and unique stuff like truffled pizza. Ooh. Yeah. Arugula. Truffle oil. Truffle oil. Yeah. Mediterranean pizza with feta, kalamata, eggplant, fire roasted peppers. So something that's not your normal Pizza Hut pizza. Nice. Okay. And I would go for that. See, I don't like pizza, but you give me a pizza with an eggplant on it and I'm all good. Foodie gourmet (laughs) style. right? Right. But also has art to go with it. Perfect. So it makes it a, a whole experience. I use that word a lot. We talked about words we use a lot. I use experience a lot. Exper- <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Tanya's word is absolutely. Mine is experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Christina, have you ever heard of Viator? I absolutely have heard of Viator. Did you know that you can use Viator to book places and tours in Florida? Yeah, there's 
some fantastic places that you can find on Viator. I have even booked that trolley tour that you took in St. Augustine. I was able to book that through Viator. And what I love is that if we had to change our plans, they have free cancellation. I know, 24 hours cancellation and you get a full refund, right? That's 100% refund, isn't it? It is. And so you can find all kinds of things from trolley tours to snorkeling to even some airboat tours throughout the state of Florida. So so like a, an experience as opposed to just, oh, look up a, a, a rental to stay in or lodging. It's actual like total experience. Absolutely. And Viator has so many tours to choose from. They really are your all-in-one site for attractions and things to do in our sunshine state. And I wanted to say too, they they're, they work like a search platform. So you could just be like, hey, I'm I want things to do in in Miami and it pops up with everything, right? Absolutely. So I put some of our favorite tours on our website. So to get started, if you want to go to floridatravelpod.com slash Viator, you can get started booking some of our favorite Florida attractions. And Viator is spelled V-I-A-T-O-R. Let's go to Tampa. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> Tampa is ranked number 10 in the country for foodie towns. How cool is that? And now, we also talked about the fact that Tampa is very highly ranked um, for, for beer. beer. <laughs> so I'm guessing, you know, foodie, food and beer and drink all around oh. in Tampa is, I think it's like one of those, it's a, it's one of our big cities in Florida. Not that we have like New York style cities, but we have a big city in Tampa. It's very big city. Um, may not have the most skyscrapers, but it's a big town with a lot of traffic. So you know, you're going to find food and drinks there and being number 10 in the country. That's a pretty big deal. It's been described as um, new innovative food movement. Ooh. <laughs> In Tampa. Yeah. New innovative food movement. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, so, so new concepts focusing on fresh farm to table options, seasonal ingredients that have been reinvigorated in like throughout, like neighborhood type things, okay. you know, farm to table, like we were talking about with, um, the farms that put their food into a restaurant. The dining experience. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And it says the Seminole Heights neighborhood in particular has emerged as a local leader in the new culinary concepts. That's very cool. I so when you brought when you when I saw Tampa on the list and you had Seminole Heights here, but I also was wondering, I know that, you know, there's a reason why we why Amazing Co. is our sponsor this week, because I knew that they had an experience in Tampa. They have something along the river walk. So you're you can walk along the river with one of their mystery picnics and, and go to those, yeah. The shops and museums, the art and the eateries right there along the Riverwalk as well. So, I, I mean, it is a great place to go and discover what different types of food that they have. You so Well, Seminole Heights here, um, they in that neighborhood, which goes back to the fact that it's this innovative food movement, right? So it's a whole neighborhood where you can experience different experience. Experience. Look, experience. Well, absolutely eat. experience. Um, so they have, they suggest checking out, uh, I can't pronounce this, Ichikoro. We talked about this on Ichikoro. one of our previous episodes. Just because we can't pronounce it doesn't mean that we shouldn't put Ichikoro. it in. Uh, ramen noodles or rooster on the till. Rooster in the till. I love it. Ichikoro's, um, some of the finest traditional ramen bowls. 
You and, say Raymond. I say ramen. Okay. I went all through college. My kids and I have this debate all the time. Is it Raymond or ramen? What do you think? You, you tell us. Is it Raymond or ramen? I say Raymond because I said it all through college as Raymond. I have never heard anyone say Raymond. <laughs> Please tell us your thoughts. Raymond long A, ramen, who knows? Long A. That's not a short A. Okay. It's a soft A. That would be ramen. Ramen. See, what are you from? Boston now? I mean, ramen noodles. <laughs> Okay. Christina's <laughs> off on her own. <laughs> Rooster on the Till is a pioneer in the area for modern farm fresh dishes. That sounds amazing. So I, I mean, you will find any type. This is Winter Garden on steroids because it's a big city as opposed to Winter Garden being the small town that it is. So you can find tons of things. It just so happened I thought this Seminole Heights experience was neat because it was multiple different styles with you you know we had the fusion restaurant right but this is like the farm to table more innovative style of of chefery so I, I that's a that's a great word i was looking i wasn't quite sure where seminal heights was in relation to tampa it looks like it's right off of 275 um just north of the downtown uh, riverwalk area is not far it's actually not far from lowry park which is where the zoo at Lowry Park is. Mm -hmm. So I think this would be a great place to spend the day in Seminole Heights and visit Lowry Park, walk along the river, and go eat at... Go be a foodie in Seminole Heights. Ramen. Raymond is delicious. Yeah. Raymond is a guy. (laughs) That's Raymond. That's a a person. (laughs) Um, I brought up um, Dunderbrock's Brewery because Tanya... Yes, Christina. This is a German place. Oh, fun. I know you love German. I do love German food. Beer hall. <laughs> Tampa's German beer hall. Okay. Mr. Dunderbach. I love it. <laughs> All the German food you can eat. I need to say no more. German food and beer. Okay. You're, you're there. <laughs> I'm there. I'm absolutely there. Where I, was the other German place that we had been? Hollerbox in oh, Sanford. Yeah, that's right. Sanford. Speaking of another foodie town, I mean, you could just eat all day at Hollerbox. We don't have Sanford so much on our list because we've talked about them. They got a whole episode a couple months ago. but Yeah, we definitely like, we have some favorites and we, we talk about them multiple times, but there okay. you go. There's you don't have down. this on your list, but I want to tell you, I've been following their social media and I've been dying to go to this place. There is a Gen X tavern in Tampa. Is that us? Yes, honey, it's us. Okay. <laughs> If you want to, you know, (laughs) name our age, that is us. (laughs) This Gen X Tavern honors 80s and 90s style, swagger, and unflinching character. It almost feels like you've been here before because you have. That is, it was a whole life. It is. It's a whole (laughs) lifestyle, but they have food. They have, uh, they have events, but the decor is so much fun. Go follow them on social media and make a trip over to the Gen X tavern and bar but they have why do all these places have to be like not right here in town because then you got to drive over listen, there listen <laughs> they have a burger called the truffle shuffle i love truffle Sh- well no this is this is not i mean it is oh, about- truffle shuffle like goonies yes. not truffle oil okay <laughs> i mean yes it is goonies truffle is oil, my but- <laughs> favorite that's my favorite goonies it, it is Truffle oil, but I mean, the fact that, it's you know, the they turned shuffle. it into... Do the truffle shuffle. Exactly. They have a Point Break burger. They have... That's they just, so great. <laughs> they just have some really fun, fun things on their menu. Yes, if you're going to introduce your children to those movies, you should probably preview them first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that we know. No, not at all. Okay. 
that takes care of some top places in Tampa. There's obviously there's nothing. There's no way we can get to everything on this nope. episode. I'm making suggestions just to spark your creativity. That's right, Jacksonville. Okay, Jacksonville. You're an expert on Jacksonville for sure. We've we've both been there several times, but you got to dive in deep. I did. And I really found that it is kind of this um, foodie town in Jacksonville. It's actually called a foodie's paradise. I, I mean, yeah, that's right from their website, mm-hmm. right from Visit Jacksonville. Uh, we, I, I've done hot chicken there. Um, gosh, I have a whole blog on this. I sorry, I don't have this up here, but. Uh, They've got great pizza. They've got great. We talked about the ale trail there. They've got. They've got a list of downtown restaurants that include everything from Mexican to cafes with lunch and breakfast. And they've got bistros and they've got delis, steakhouse, um, urban food park with food trucks. Yeah. This whole list is a only in Jack's restaurant list Mm -hmm. as in you're not going to get these places the cool moose coffee company anywhere else uh you're going to have things like uh casadora and a lot of restaurants do you see how many restaurants are on this list i mean it's a lot of restaurants in a lot of these places there like i said there's no way we can handle we can handle that we can talk about all of these places yeah if if not sure i can handle all of them either that's a lot of food to eat it is village bread cafe oh and Jacksonville is where I first had Maple Biscuit Company. And while it's not exclusive just to Jacksonville, this was breakfast and biscuits to die for. And they have a couple um, in the surrounding areas. Like I found one in St. Augustine and we went there recently. But yeah, Jacksonville. All right. So much to eat in Jacksonville. So moving up to yes. the very, very northwest into the panhandle. Did you know there's like a foodie trip you can take, a road trip into the panhandle? (laughs) Yes. Brown paper bags of boiled peanuts, jars of mayhaw jelly, and Tupelo honey from deep in the swamps. Oh, we've talked about almost all of those things. Yes, we have. I I find that kind of cool because it's different than like going to the restaurants in a town, taking a road trip and going to all the roadside stands. Yeah. So through the panhandle, you'll find a lot of boiled peanuts. I know that sounds weird, but I actually really enjoyed them. Even the spicy ones. I don't even like spicy, but I liked boiled peanuts. Okay. Um, another oyster place is, okay, Ousts 2. Ousts 2. Bless you. Ousts, O-U-Z-T-S, 2. Oost. <laughs> I can't. I can't with this one. That was two fresh shucked oysters. Coastal restaurant, which um, I think that's supposed to say grouper, but I deleted the G. Red, oh, okay. <laughs> redfish, uh, shrimp, blue crabs, stone crabs, gator bites. But gator bites, I read mm. that they can go quickly. They don't have them that. that okay. Uh, and all I served like gator with. Bites. They have cheese grits and hush puppies. Cheese grits are fantastic. Hush puppies, I could do without. So this sounds. Those are just space fillers. Very, very southern style food. Yes, and also I think of Louisiana like that. I said like that low country well, boil kind of food. Grits and and crabs and gator bites and oysters. Very, very also coastal because low it's country. The yeah, yeah, low country. That's a good word for it because it is. Yeah. We're talking in the marshes, in the waters. Yeah. Go north to go south in Florida. Posey's Dockside Cafe has smoked mullet. Have you ever had mullet? I've not had mullet. I was never a fish person growing up. My mom and dad used to cook fish all the time, but 
smoked mullet sounds kind of good because it's smoked. I Yeah. I mean, anything smoked is always good. All right. And I added in here and I didn't want to. I waited and I finally gave in because I couldn't not <laughs> add it. We live in Orlando area and I feel really guilty putting Orlando on the list, but you really can't ignore the fact that Listen, it is one of the top ranked cities internationally, inter- inter- not internationally. We talked all the big cities. We talked Miami. We talked Jacksonville. We talked Tampa. We have to talk about Orlando. We have to talk about Orlando, even though it's our main city here where we live. International Drive is literally a cultural explosion. They have everything from Indian, Italian, Mediterranean, Mexican, Caribbean, Chinese, Japanese, Cuban, Brazilian, Thai, and all authentic. And they even have English and Irish pubs. I I have a soft spot for those. Okay. I mean, and if you want to get away from the tourism in on iDrive, I mean, yes, you can get everything. It is literally international drive, right? Yeah. But you could go downtown Orlando and there's a lot of great restaurants downtown. I popped in the Milk District and Mills 50 are two very popular districts for a lot of different food. And Winter every, Park area. Winter yeah. Park is really close to all of those. Fancy dining with wine bars. There are a lot of different neighborhoods. Mills 50 is um, accredited as being one of the Main Street America accredited programs so they have a lot of great food uh you ever been to a wine tap room i've been to a beer tap room same concept only okay. wine and they have that in on mills okay yep perfect um and so we linked to a couple of those places yeah. as well mm-hmm. all right i mean i can't nope can't rapid fire i got uh, nothing i got <laughs> panhandle I, mean, I i think panhandle i want to do that whole like roadside tour of food i'm i want to head south i want all the cuban food in miami okay well oh, oh, oh grilled cheese okay okay <laughs> miami has the grilled cheese place and then after this we're just going to go down to winter garden right or, or the windsor tea room or the ale trails i mean that's I just i think we've passed three i think that's everything <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. This week's featured product, Christina? Ella Bing wooden bow ties. Wooden bow ties? Yeah, it's made by hand. Okay. Uh, they've been around for over seven years now. Every single one of the pieces is custom made and fitted with high quality pieces. Uh, it's been crafted with care and attention to detail by a sole woodworker. Who lives in the shadows. I love this. I mean, guys back in the woods or. Yeah, lives in the shadows. His work will soon be seen through society's lens as he strives toward his legacy status among artists like him before. Keeping alive the indigenous craftsmanship tradition that was almost lost forever. It's true. Woodworking and and, in that craft is really disappearing very quickly. But a bow tie made out of wood. The picture. Just look at the picture. They're so cute. Oh, my God. They're like little accordion. Yep. But they're made of wood. And someone handcrafted that with their hands in the shadows. How, I mean, that oh, come is, on. those are I distinguished. Mean, now, they actually have a whole company with more than just these wooden bow ties. So you have to take a look. But I just found the wooden bow ties. It's called Ella Bing Haberdashery. I, I mean, ooh, we are fancy. There's an apothecary. We are fancy with yep. these. These are gorgeous. I know. Absolutely. They're different styles of woods, different colors with different... Um, fabric accent pieces in the middle. Yep. And the pictures of people wearing them are so awesome. That's very, very cool. Okay. Stay tuned to find out where we're going to go next week. 
Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, please. We want you to be on there because we want you to see all the places that we're going, talking about, highlighting. You can find us at Florida Travel Pod or floridatravelpod.com. Email us things that you're like, hey, I want you to talk about this. Or, hey, I went to that place and this is what I found too. Tell us and emails are on those socials. We'll be there waiting. And you can, uh, yes, that's just me, right? Next. It is you. <laughs> and Tanya, go. Okay. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us, leaving us a review, subscribing, all of the things on your podcast player. It really does help others discover our content just by you leaving a rating. If you enjoy our content, you can also support us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod, and we're going to give you things stuff all the stuffs we'll send it to you yeah just you got to go sign up and see what we got if you do support us it allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the sunshine state next week we're gonna go to some film and tv locations throughout the state of florida so fun that's it for this week i'm tanya and i'm christina stay sunny everyone